here we are team matrix. We have um, Anushka Tandan, Aryan Pai, and Sandhi Seth. And joining us today are the FETs, who are a very, very experienced um, FRC team. And we're really glad that they took the time out to join our podcast. Um, if you could all introduce yourselves, it would be great. Hi, my name is Adiba. I'm in ninth grade. Um, this is my third year in FIRST Robotics. Um, I've been in FTC for two years and FRC for one year now, and I am a business and field build lead. My name Hi, is my Arya, um, and this is my third year on the team. And I came uh, on the team at the like the tail end of COVID, and I started robotics on the middle school level and continued my passion for CAD and business in high school. I am now a lead in business and CAD. And hi, my name is Anna. I'm a senior at Rochester High School, so in 12th grade. This is my fourth year in FRC, and I am the captain of the Feds 201. And specifically, I'm the business PR lead, the impact award lead, and a safety lead. Um, thank you so much for introducing yourselves. So um, I'm Anushka Tandan. I'm in the eighth grade. And this is my second year doing FTC, but first year with Team Matrix. And I'm a part of the CAD and outreach team in Matrix. I'm Arjun Pai. This is my first year in um, FTC. I am part of the programming team in Team Matrix. Hi, I'm Sanvi. This is my first year doing FTC. I'm in eighth grade and I'm part of the programming and outreach team in Team Matrix. Um, so thank you, Sanvi and Aryan, for introducing yourselves. And um, let's get started. So we've prepared a list of a few questions to learn more about um, the feds and your experience in you know several first competitions. Um, so first of all, we'd like to start with a really basic question about um, how long was it, has it been since the feds were established? So this year is our 26th year competing in FRC. So, so um, as, as a 26 year old force, we've learned the importance of working with our community and school administration to conduct outreach, host events and collaborate with nearby teams and groups. Um, that's amazing. In fact, 26 years is a very, very long time. And as Matrix, I think this is the second year Matrix is competing in FTC. So um, I guess we have like a lot to learn from the feds and we're really looking forward to that. So um, y'all mentioned 26 years of doing FRC, but do the feds also take part and compete in other first robotics competitions? Yeah, so we compete in various off-season events like um, Bloomfield's girls competition, which is um, a competition just for girls to drive the robot and like, you know, be in the pits and fix it. So. But we don't like compete as like FTC or anything like that. Instead, we start teams. So we've started over 80 teams in our community, um, three FTC and then a ton of FLL teams. And We've tried to work um, more with the FTC teams um, to help them and mentor them. And also we host competitions. So we do host FTC qualifiers at our school. 
um, which is actually coming up really soon. And we'll have like 35 um, FTC middle school teams in our case um, come to the our school and compete. And something that is very different um, because we're based out of Michigan, um, a state in the United States. And in Michigan, there's a lot of rules about um, first because we have so many first teams that they have to limit us. So in Michigan, you um, can only be in elementary school if you compete in FLL and then only middle schoolers can compete in FTC and high schoolers cannot do FTC. So that's a little bit different than India. And um, so like all of us on our team are high schoolers and no middle schoolers can do FRC and no high schoolers can do FTC. Well, that that was like enlightening actually because it works very, very differently in India. Um, basically what happens here is that, you know, first in robotics, um, you know, awareness about this is quite limited in like several areas in India. And as Matrix, we have been working towards spreading awareness about this. So um, I don't think there's like, any limit to first teams you're actually people are encouraged to uh, take part in and form um first teams so that's quite a comparison and we heard that you've set up you know several fll teams and ftc teams and have been mentoring them and, and that was really great to hear in fact so um you mentioned that your school has hosted ftc qualifiers etc so um are the feds like a school team or a team that like represents their school We are a high school team. So um, in FRC, you have to get like a lot of sponsors to compete because, you know, registration alone is $6,000. So our school doesn't pay for like our whole registration, but we are like all of our students and to be on the team, you have to um, be in our school district and um, we have to be like going to our high school, Rochester High School. So yes, we're like through through our high school, you know, all, that's where our students are. That's where we meet. That's where we host competitions. But as we're funding, we are not only funded by our school. We also have a lot of sponsors. So um, we can see that sponsorship is a huge aspect of FRC. And as important as it is in FTC, we can see it's much, much more important in FRC. So um, could you shed some light on how you gain sponsors or gain funds for um, FRC? So yeah. we have multiple ways to gain funds. Our primary way of getting funds is through our sponsorships like GM, GenOptic, Bosch. We also have um, team fees and fundraisers that we do such as the can drive, such as our can drive where we collect cans in our neighborhood and deposit them for money and our bake sale, which is uh, what we do for, and arts and apples where we uh, sell items at arts and apples in order to gain funds for our team. So many um, companies also have first grants that you can apply for like NASA, GM, the Haas Foundation. So we tend to apply to, you know, those companies a lot more than local ones. We also have a sponsor letter that we'll send out to pre-existing sponsors that we have. So in Michigan, we're fortunate enough to have a lot of the automobile industries and, you know, the big three and like um, a lot of big industries here. So we're able to um, visit their facilities like 
A, um, ABB group. And we also send them sponsor letters and to retain sponsors um, because we know how important it is and we want them to feel that we really appreciate our sponsors. We'll send them thank you letters. So we'll send a thank you card signed by everyone on our team. We'll also, um, you know, we put them all over our robot, all over our shirts, um, making sure that they're all represented. And at the end of the year, we also host a sponsor night where we describe what we accomplished through this season and just explaining to sponsors why their contributions to our team matters to us. Because, again, without sponsors, we would not be competing. We would not be a team. Um, thank you so, so much for that, because, you know, we really understood how it works, um, you know, in Michigan and how you gain sponsors that. And as an FTC team here in India, um, you know, it's not that big of an affair. What we basically do is we, um, you know, since it's like our second year as Team Matrix, so um, we send out emails to various companies. And um, of course, our school helps us since we do our school team. But um, on our part, we send out emails to companies and we also do like crowdfunding um, by having events, fundraisers, etc., to gain the required funds, which is also a major part of our outreach. So, um, the next question, um, Aryan, go ahead. Okay, so how many members do you have in your team, and what age group is it? So last year we had sixty-three members, um, but uh, this year we have fifty-two. Right, fifty-two. Yeah. So. Usually, like we said earlier, FRC in Michigan can only be high schoolers. So that's from grades 9 through 12. Okay, that's great. And um, y'all mentioned you have started your own like FLL or FTC teams. Have you mentored any other first teams though? Yes. So we do mentoring at our FTC and FLL level. Last year, uh, our uh, our child middle school West accepted help from us and I was actually one of the mentors and we would we provide our facilities our high school our shop to our middle school teams where we can uh, also guide them and teach them how to program build the robot and other outreach etc that, that's actually really amazing because, you know, apart from participating, a very important aspect is when you're this experience, when you mentor other teams, it's really, you know, a very satisfying experience. Um, So just like one more question, since you've said you've like set up several FTC and FLL teams. So do you find it a task to sustain this since it could like we imagine it would be pretty difficult to sustain such, um you know, teams and so many of them? Yeah, so the sustainability is, you know, when we start all these teams, we know that, you know, we have to support them, not only men mentoring, but financially. Um, and for the financial aspect of sustainability, um, one great thing about Michigan, and this is, again, very unique, in even in America, is that um, our government in our state government um, provides us a first grant and through this first grant program they give us the money that is needed to um, start and sustain FTC teams and 
So we really don't have to worry about um, fundraising for our middle school and our elementary teams. Of course, again, as you mentioned, FRC, that state grant is not enough for our team. But for the middle school level and for FTC, it's totally great. You know, you can totally run a season with that um, seed money. So it's it's very it's something that has really helped us sustain and keep these teams alive. And then um, as for sustainability with um, mentoring, I think Adiba, do you want to talk about that? So um, we, you know, we started off mentoring their teams a lot. And now since they're more sustainable, we, uh, we found, you know, other parents and other mentors who run their teams. So they're less dependent on us. Uh -huh. And so, sorry. Oh, no, you can keep going. No worries. Um, no, it's fine. You can say. Okay. Um, one thing is that, um, when we talk about sustainability of teams, we also want to focus on how we retain members throughout the pipeline because you know we've created such a great ecosystem in our area of having kids join in that in the elementary go to the middle school go to the high school but something that we noticed is that a lot of times for girls it's very hard for them to keep going and in FGC we've seen you know the team sizes um for FGC being 15 members has kind of been a challenge for us to keep girls and um boys on the team um in what we try to be an equal ratio, especially with a lot of demand in our um, middle schools for these teams. And so we saw that girls were dropping out. They weren't feeling like they were appreciated or they didn't get a time with the robot because they were st stuck doing the poster or the outreach or something not very technical related. So our team created a group for these middle school girls, for FTC girls called STEM cadets, where we brought them into our um, wood shop and we gave them technical trainings, how to build how to make a doorstop and really through this we saw how important it was to be sustaining girls in the program and to be helping them and giving them close mentorship because um, without this program that we started it is there's a lot of challenges still for girls in STEM so that's one of the ways that we have sustained and continue to promote um, diversity in STEM. So that's actually amazing because we, we really like um, understand the importance of increasing representation of women and girls in STEM, especially in India, where like, say, for example, in our own team matrix this year, we have um, max to max, I think, four to five girls and around 10 boys. So um, that's really something we, um, you know, deem very important. And we are working towards this. So you mentioned uh, STEM cadets, where you give technical advice and training to girls. So um, could you like give us um, an approximate number of like how many girls you've had through this or, you know, how successful it's been? Yeah, of course. So STEM cadets started at the end of the tail end of COVID because we knew that even through COVID that we would see a drop in membership. But especially we didn't you know, want the um the groups that are affected the most by these sort of circumstances to leave. So STEM cadets started um, at the tail end summer of COVID. And for uh, in our first year of running, we had 15 girls participate. And then we had a lot of our, like all of the um, female um, student leads on our team. 
um, all the girls, they were mentors. Um, there were also mentors um, who were guys, too, who helped out with STEM cadets. And so the first year of running, we had 15. And then last year was our second year in running. And something that we did a little differently is because we had more a flexibility and could expand a little bit more, we also included um, the girls who were in STEM cadets in our summer workshops. So they weren't just focused on the wood shop. They also did programming, electrical, business work, um, a lot of the other parts of what goes into being an FRC team. And um, through that, I think there's also probably like an additional like 15 girls. And through this program as well, I think um, in the first year of running, there was three girls who joined our team through feeling like they um, had a place in first through STEM cadets. And then last year, I think it was also like three or four girls who joined our team who mentioned that they um, loved the experience of being in STEM cadets and wanted to join in the high school level. Okay, so that's been really interesting. Um, but uh, sorry. So, so I wanted to know more. How has your experience been with mentoring other teams? Yeah, so um, for mentoring other teams, we've also tried to give some virtual advice because we help out a team in Mexico, Steamex sixty eight thirty two. They're a wonderful team. They do so well. They have deans list um, finalists in the world championship and the way that we help them is we not only give them um, financial support but we also connect with them and um, they gave us advice on the impact award and we gave them advice about their robot and as for more locally we um, because Michigan has so many teams, a lot of times they can sustain their own teams and their own mentoring, but we do collaborate a lot with our sister schools. So our high school is Rochester High School. It's in the Rochester Community School District. And in this school district, we have two other schools, Adams High School and Stony Creek High School. Both of them also have their own FRC robotics team. And so what we do is we collaborate with them and um, sort of, I would say, a peer-to-peer -peer mentoring. So, for example, when um, the Adams team, AdamBots245, when they wanted some help with Swerve Drive, we um, helped them and we sent over one of our programming mentors or programming student leads who are helping them right now with Swerve Drive and um, we've helped, we've asked for help ourselves. So with the Stony Creek team, the, their team is Cybercats5436. When we wanted some help on impact and help um, in our outreach and advocacy, they were there as well. And they helped us um, host events. And altogether, that is most of our mentoring that we have been defaulting to for this year, since again, at the other levels um, that we've created teams, they are self-sufficient and they don't need um, constant overwatch. Thank you so much for listening in and please just stay tuned for part two of this interactive discussion with the feds, which will be uploaded on Spotify under Matrix Meets next week. Thank you.